Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Ogilby Straight, and this is the 86th session of the Experimentalist Podcast. And there's a reason why I can get through that intro just so crystal clean, you know? There's a total reason why. I'm not going to get into it, but around um, one minute, so that's in the future, that's where it sort of will be revealed, but not really. So anyway, before we get to that point, I'd like to say that this session is brought to us all by Crucial Crucial Aunt Aunt from The Vale Brewing Company. One of my personal favorites, not my number one, but uh, I'll say it right now, definitely my number two. Thanks, dudes. I'm doing it over. I'm doing it over. So... The intro to this, I'm going to straight up do it over. So this version is going to be version one. And this is, this is like behind the scenes territory. So if you listen to this episode, there's probably going to be an 86A or an 86B coming out. Um... On one hand, you could look at it like this is a way to lengthen this um, season of the podcast. Because after episode 100, this shit is done. So, not like it has to be elongated in any uh, for any reason. Um, but we don't necessarily know that. See, we're dealing with me, myself, me, myself, and I, the the concept that was created from the Farrelly Brothers movie, me, myself, and Irene, this is like a shorter version of it and a way to relate it to almost everybody. So in this version of the story, I'm trying to figure out some stuff to deal with music. And so, you know, I got to play it and I got to listen to it. So that's where we're at. things you can start to notice when you start taking a little bit more time and investigating music, especially starting to play it, you can realize that there is a, a, a section of music somewhere that doesn't get discussed very much that it can be scary. And for one example that I think is a simple example is the notion of getting on stage and playing music and performing in front of other people uh, that can be scary that's why there's like stage fright issues and things like that um but also you can listen to music and it can make you feel uneasy 
and scared. And I think what I'm starting to notice as a new-ish musician that as you're trying to figure out what type of sounds you want to play, it, way in the beginning phase there, the stuff that you can end up playing can scare you and it and make you uh, think of things like, um, should I even be attempting this? Because music should be a beautiful, uh, almost easy to comprehend thing, language. Um, and I'm making this, who knows what? Um, if you called it shit, I could say word up on that. But at the same time, don't we have to get through that infantile stage to arrive at something more meaningful? intentionally battle some scary stuff to be able to play um and uh yeah like the musical element and the live performing in front of people element those are just two of the things more things show up from time to time and you know you might have these moments where you wake up in the middle of the night and there's uh songs um, sometimes it's little grooves or melodies that you dream about for some reason, but most of the time it's just popular songs that exist. They, uh, you know, I'm listening to a lot of David Bowie all the time, so I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just be this Bowie tune playing at a volume that sounds like my stereo as loud as louder than I want to listen and listen to it when I'm sitting down listening to music. 
It sounds that loud, but it's in the middle of the night at 3 a.m., and I know there's no music playing. It's just another one of those things. responsibility you'll start to have um, to that thing so the deeper you go into music it's the same for every single field every avenue you could take in life I mean it's always gonna be the same thing the more you I'm so at the early stage I still want to relate it to like dipping your toe in or something like that but there becomes a point in your life say when you're swimming summertime comes around for those of us that still live in the northern half of this well even more than that uh but anyway like my friends in florida they can swim 
This is the point I'm really trying to get to. They can swim in a pool, in the ocean, whatever they want, almost every day of the year. And so we have a different relationship with swimming. Up north, we just understand that six months out of the year, we're going to have to freeze our balls off. Those people are like, I'm not living that way. And they moved to Florida. I lived in Florida for a couple years. That's really the only time I existed. But um, I don't know if that means what it sounded like. But let me get back to that. In, 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 in exactly... Oh, wait. I got to calculate that. In exactly two minutes. Pretty much two minutes from now. So I got to come back to the Florida comment that I made. Uh, you know, sometimes when you talk, things just come out of your mouth and then you hear them and you're like, that's not exactly what I meant. And the, the comment in question is, I said, the only time I really ever existed was the time that I lived in Florida and where that's coming from is really from the Ogilvy Strait era, where um, the Ogilvy Strait part of me was created in some terms or another uh, in Florida. When, you know, things like the Phillies versus the Padres and Tumbley's Link and Smabobinit and all that were going down, that was prime Ogilvy Strait territory. Then, um, you know, I moved to Virginia and the, that sort of characteristic about me that was in Florida, um, didn't really cease to exist. It just kind of, uh, teamed up with 
what you could call my regular personality, which is Brandon, <laughs> you know? But it was, doing this podcast just kind of fell along the lines of the Ogilvy Street stuff. And so when I was just making a blanket statement of the only time I really existed was when I was in Florida, that was just kind of the Ogilvy Street part of the, part of my category, wait, what, what am am I talking about, category, um, I think, uh, I mean, maybe it even goes, does it go to schizophrenic MC era? So the schizophrenic MC era is a time period of mine where I lived in Baltimore and I know that I've finally gotten through and in a way exercised my Baltimore demons is I now refer to that city as Baltimore and not Baltimore or Baltimore, Baltimore with a heavy emphasis as possible on the T. That's what's important about the whole thing. But, you know, that era, it, it was with the Cracker Jacks and all that stuff. I mean, it was definitely an informative time in my life, but it was kind of sad at the same time because it was this culmination of individuals you know, the Space Monkey Whores, that whole crew. It was a special time. Unfortunately, those special times don't always last. And it's okay. Sometimes you gotta let go. And, you know, move on to some new territory. Try as much as you can to maintain a piece of that, a memory, if you can. Sometimes you gotta let go completely and just move on to something else. Something that you can't ignore. It takes up 
all of them. You have a motherfucking time. And that's the way to go. It is time to just bring it to the end of this session of the Experimentalist Podcast. This is Ogilvy Street, along with bits and pieces of Brandon Mitchell, along with 
a little sprinkle of the schizophrenic MC. This has also been several incarnations of the past, present, and future versions of each of those individuals. So that's interesting, you know, and um, this is the end here, uh, so I am wrapping it up, but maybe we'll get into this at a later date. Since, you know, any version of recording um, involves going back, listening to it, editing it, and someone will listen to that, and that will be the first time that they hear that particular arrangement of sounds and mixes and all that. But for, say, me, Ogilby Straight, doing these episodes, there's certain ones like this one where there's a lot of edits. Some are just straight through, just to, that's part of the experiment. Just run through it, play this, talk over top of it, whatever happens. Sometimes those are the story-based ones, sometimes those are the ones where I just talk trash on myself, but this one in particular, it might have had all of that stuff, but it had a lot of listening to it, going back, editing it, trying to make references to those edits, and um, it got into, I think, the whole essence of living and experiencing life, so thought that was a pretty good one and we'll leave it at that we'll see you next time peace